from the Coin Podcast Studios in Portland, Oregon. This is your Weather Weekend with meteorologists Joseph Dames and Kelly Bairn. Good morning, and you're listening to your Weather Weekend. I'm meteorologist Joseph Daves. I, of course, have what I always call my partner in crime, morning meteorologist Kelly Bayern. What's going on, Kelly? Hello. Uh, it's going well. So we're approaching our first weekend of November. We know how October kind of wrapped up. It was wet. It was gloomy. And we start off this week kind of in the same boat, just gloomy and wet and even breezy at times. Yeah, we saw some soggy moments all week. Uh, I was outside, I believe it was Tuesday, uh, in the rain, in the afternoon. It was in the 50s and it was just cold. I just wanted to go back inside and and drink some hot cocoa and eat some soup, just anything warm. Something warm. It was just (laughs) so chilly out. Yeah, get the body uh, warmed up and that's that's a good way to do it. I've... um, you know, this the leaves are starting to fall down a little bit more, and folks may be uh, out, you know, raking the the piles up. But we've had some windy days too, and so if you're not bagging those leaves up right away or something, like it's probably not even worth it at this point because it's going to be pretty breezy. <laughs> yeah, double the work. <laughs> you just got to rake the them back up. Yeah. Uh, it was leaf day on Thursday yesterday, so I know that's when a lot of um, homes and spots around mm-hmm. Portland can just rake all their leaves to the edge of the street and they can pick them up. So I know a lot of those piles, you know, blown around in those winds. But um, I think that's always an interesting thing that our city does. So you can just discard the leaves, just put them on the sidewalk. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's I like that plan. I like that idea, especially this time of the year. Um, We know how important it is to like clean out the sewer areas to help prevent any sort of local and urban flooding. And um, most of the time, the culprit is like a big stack of soggy leaves so it's it's a good program it is and i mean this is this one of the stormiest months of the year so we are in it and usually the month where a lot of leaves fall off the trees um so i think i mean we'll just get more rainy and windy conditions i don't see those leaves lasting much longer yeah yeah, if there's any colorful leaves hanging around, they're going to be battling the wind. Um, you're right. It is a stormy time of the year um, right now, November. Heading into the colder months, we just start to see, it just seems like, you know, one system after the next coming out of the Gulf of Alaska, cold air with some relatively warm Pacific Ocean water. So I would just plan on kind of a scrappy weekend as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some rainy moments, maybe some dry time. Some breezy moments. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as, as, as we mentioned on um, <laughs> earlier in the week in our previous podcast that uh, you got to pick your moments, your dry moments now. You know, you have to be flexible because we're getting to that time of the year. Um, but speaking of stormy, um, I do want to head over to our interview real quick. I have an interview uh, with Cannon Beach because they have something called the Stormy Weather Arts Festival which I think is the perfect name for this this podcast yeah. for us to, to talk to them. They did well. They did Maybe well. their organizer was a weather fan, a weather nerd, you know, I, secretly. Yeah, good <laughs> question. Good question. Well, let's go learn a little bit more about that, and we'll have your weekend forecast on the other side. All right, we're going out to the Oregon coast to tackle this weekend event. It's called the Stormy Weather Arts Festival out in Cannon Beach. And I have Jim here with me. He's going to fill us in with the details. So can you just give me the details, kind of the foundation of this event? You know, when it is, how people can get to it, um, just kind of the basic information. Sure. The Stormy Weather Arts Festival really started 
34 years ago and has been running event in Cana Beach ever since. It's always the first full weekend in November. So you can put that on your calendar and save the date. Um, it's really all the galleries around town do special events and we have music throughout town at different busking stations for uh, to set the mood throughout town and have live music and entertainment for everybody that's here as well. There's typically a, um, a concert at our local theater. Uh, we're not able to do that this year because of the COVID restrictions, of course. They're only allowing a few people in the theater at a time. Um, we've got a fashion show, which we'll, we'll likely bring back after COVID. Um, so we're really trying to celebrate all the various forms of art, which is really anchored by the galleries and the artists in our community. Yeah, I think this is a perfect uh, place to host something like this. So are folks kind of in and out going from, you know, maybe one shop downtown to another spot and location? Is it kind of uh, flow? Does it flow? Yes, it, it flows throughout town. We have over a dozen galleries throughout Cannon Beach. And so not only does it flow in the downtown area, but it also goes to the midtown and, and other galleries that are located a little further from the downtown area. That's why there's different events and things happening all the time. But you can walk around town and enjoy the music, see all those fabulous art, uh, meet the artists at different uh, events, and see what the latest work is as well. Yeah, this is a wonderful event for folks that um, enjoy this. And even if you're, you know, maybe not even into art, I think this sounds like a, a great event to show up to. Um, do you get people from all over the place? Is it fairly busy? Oh, we, we get uh, quite, quite a variety of visitors. Uh, you know, of course, Portland and Seattle are the, the main uh, driving visitors, but we have people that come from Texas and Utah and even some from back east that come for this event each year. I have to ask, do you know if there was a weather enthusiast who uh, started this event, uh, picking and choosing this name? Is there any history about the name? So the history about this is it, is it really started as a, a local event, as uh, it was a quick draw for some of our local artists to get together and create a piece in an hour that all of our community got together and, and watched them create that. And then we auctioned that off as a fundraiser. Mm. Um, for the Cannon Beach as a nonprofit. And that's really how it started was something for our community to right. get together and do in November when it's typically stormy and weather's not so cooperative. And it kind of grew from there. So it was really just something for us to do in the quiet time of year. And it, it blossomed from that. Yeah, it is. You, you make a good point. We're getting to that time of the year. You know, earlier in the summer, we were ho you know hosting the podcast and uh, talking to events that were maybe a little more outdoors. But we're searching for more indoor activities as we head into uh, this time of the year because it is stormy. And uh, but that doesn't hold people back out here in Oregon and in Washington. We still get out there and do some things. But uh, yeah, this is a, a great event for that because it seems like you're doing a little bit of everything. Well, you know, and, and it's walking around town and it's right in the name. It's a Stormy Weather Arts Festival. Um, so if you come here expecting nice weather, um, you may get it. But uh, we always plan for, for weather and we enjoy it if it's nice. <laughs> that's good. That's a good point. Yeah, there's there's sometimes in early November where it can be a little dry spout or... Uh, uh, maybe a little bit warmer, but it looks like maybe th this weekend we actually have some true stormy weather, so it should fit the name. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting weekend because there is a storm coming through, 
And there's also king tides this weekend. So the ocean will be pretty rough and should be amazing to watch as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I guess, is there anything else? Is this kind of a family event? Do you get children? Do you, you get a whole, um, you know, array of uh, families out there or do you, is this usually adults? Um, it's certainly designed as a family-friendly event, but I would say that it's, it's leaned more toward the art enthusiast, which to me is is typically um, a little bit um, older people, adults, rather than children. Um, the one event I, I haven't mentioned yet is we, we added this year is a paint and sip, which is part of the festival on Friday and Saturday night here in our community hall. Um, and that's, of course, directed for adults. Not that a kid couldn't participate if they choose to, but. So where can people go to get more information or uh, you have to purchase a ticket or anything like that? Is there, is there a website? Yeah. If you go to cannabeach.org is the official chamber site and then look at the stormy weather arts festival page, it'll, it'll be under events. And there's also a banner at the top of the homepage where you can click through to get to the main page, but cannabeach.org slash stormy weather arts festival. It's a fun event. It's enjoyable and relaxing. It's not a, a, you know, high energy, lots of acts, you know, running around. It's walk around, see the artwork, enjoy the beauty of it all and see what you like. And uh, it's just a great event if you're into arts. Real, real quick. Um, this just seems to be a question that I tend to have to <laughs> ask to try to get some answers for people. You know, you mentioned that uh, the concert in the hall is going to be uh, canceled because of COVID uh, restrictions. Do you have any other um, rules or restrictions going on? Well, you know, we're, we're, Canada Beach is very, uh, you know, safety conscious and we're being cautious about everything we do. Um, the music stations are outside, so there is ample room to social distance. And of course, we're asking everyone to follow the current guidelines, which, you know, is wear a mask if, if you can't social distance as well. And if you're inside, of course, wear the masks. That's what the Oregon State's mandates are at the moment. So we're following those. And if those changed, we would change with them. Um, I appreciate your time. Um, I think that's about it. I could let you go and uh, you could uh, get all ready for the event this weekend. Are you going to be there? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're working on the final details and wrapping up all of the, the work that we need to do behind the scenes to make it happen. So we're uh, well organized and ready to go. Just kind of button up the last detail. Have you ever had some real stormy weather for this event? Like we've seen it rain sideways before. So yes, <laughs> we've had some really good storms. At well, for those that are listening to this, if you haven't experienced sideways rain, uh, it's 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 quite the treat. This is my type of event. At least the name is and who doesn't enjoy some art and the oregon coast this time of the year it can be very visual as jim mentioned all right kelly and i will have your weekend forecast around the other side record-setting crime and an overwhelming homeless crisis portlanders want to know where's the leadership what's the plan we are literally scared Last spring, we asked, is Portland over? This fall, we're taking an in-depth look at the problems and asking tough questions. Why does it seem so difficult for the council to speak in a united voice when it comes to the gun violence? Is Portland over? Tuesdays at 5, this November on Coin 6.
All right, so Kelly, I love the Oregon coast. In the fall and the winter, it could be pretty choppy out there and breezy and the waves are crashing in. But I think it sounds like it's a pretty fun event. It's been going on for a while to head out to Cannon Beach, check out Haystack Rock, maybe with some waves and um, enjoy some art. Yeah. And I think that organization is kind of ready for the weather. Yes. And folks who who do go out there are probably used to it as well. Um, but it does sound like a fun event. And I will say, I've been in Portland for nearly four years. I went to Cannon Beach for the first time <laughs> about two weeks ago. Oh, wow. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to every single spot but Cannon Beach. And it is beautiful. I love uh, the downtown area, mm -hmm. the actual city itself. Beautiful. It's nice. Um, shops mm -hmm. and restaurants. I got some wonderful uh, uh, fish and chips. Nice. I forget the name of the restaurant. Maybe it was Tom's mm. or something like that, but uh, delicious and beautiful too. So what a fun weekend. Yeah. Cannon Beach is, is a wonderful uh, coastal town. They all have like their, their own sort of charm, but uh, you know, it's pop. You had to pick your moments to go to Cannon Beach because sometimes they can be uh, pretty crowded because it's just so scenic uh, on the coast. Yeah, it's but, one of the most popular. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's a great place. It's no doubt about it. Um, so if you're thinking about heading out to the Oregon coast this weekend, I would be prepared for some rain and some clouds and some winds. It's kind of, we're kind of piggybacking off the work week. I think we're just going to see more of the same kind of cool and, and stormy as we go through the weekend starting today. Yeah. I mean, this morning, rain showers, uh, working on in our uh, quick system here, um, keeping soggy conditions around through the morning hours. But then we transition to showers this afternoon, Friday afternoon. Um, the weekend, though, you know, we just see a series of storms. So we're going to keep uh, some of that showery weather. There will be some soggy moments likely going into our Saturday um, and then also Sunday morning too. looking at uh, some of those rainier moments, maybe some winds in there as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, we may get some gusting conditions. We'll have to watch Sunday's events. You know, previously, in uh, earlier in the week, uh, weather miles were trying to push this little area of low pressure. And I think that it was an outlier, but we're still going to have some choppy conditions head into a weekend. I know that um, if you're searching for some dry time, maybe Saturday morning as conditions dry up You know, later today, it kind of carries over into Saturday morning, but then we have like another wave, try to move on in um, fairly early. So um, yeah, there's just not a lot of dry time. We'll have to see how Sunday plays out as well. I think we should expect showers, um, both days. Well, we all, we all know Oregonians can rock some rain boots and a rain jacket. It is part of the wardrobe. Here. It is. Um, it's just a switch. You just like change your mind over. You're like, okay, we had our, <laughs> we had our fun. Now we're going to have a different type of fun and we're going to wear all of our rain gear and still do everything. So. Exactly. Yeah. And you can still look stylish and be comfortable in the rain. So uh, there's no doubt that it'll still be a nice weekend uh, for the event, but we'll be tracking showers each day this weekend. Yeah. Um, not able to escape it. Uh, you know, there will be some soggy moments throughout the weekend. Yeah, I think it's been pretty cool too. temperatures down to the lower 50s. So uh, have the rain jackets ready. Um, get the, the rain boots ready and uh, take advantage of some of that dry time. You know, Kelly, when I first arrived in Oregon, um, I was coming from the Midwest. Um, the first thing I was told was to get some rain gear. And that was from Lisa Balick, one of our reporters. That was like <laughs> the first person I had had a conversation with, like walking in the door. She's like, did you get your rain gear yet? <laughs> it was like the end of October. That's funny. It was right around this I time can... of the year. Yeah, I, I can hear her saying that. She She's a real mom, cares about everybody. It's so. true, it's true. So I went to one of the local shops um, 
and I uh, got some rain pants, you know, the pants you put over. Uh, and I was doing a lot of reporting at the time, too. So it was really helpful <laughs> to have that gear. But so you know. since since your first rain jacket, how many have you purchased since since that first one? To be honest with you, that first <laughs> one's kind of my go to staple. It's like I put the oh, most still? I put the most okay. into that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I've had like a, a total of um, three. So mm-hmm. I have like a lighter one and then I have two more uh, heavy duty rain jackets that are good for like cold air as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's handy to have a, a variety or a selection. It I've is. got this bright orange one that is, is just like your normal North Face rain thin one right. and uh, love it. It's just it's a statement piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they give us jackets at work. So a lot of the time when I'm at work, I'm just wearing my coin gear, you know, which is like my coin rain jacket. But when I'm out, when I'm out and about, I try to be a little more fashionable. <laughs> That's true. I mean, th- those coin ones are pretty nice. Yeah, yeah so. they're not bad. Uh, anything else you'd like to add about the weekend or? Um, I think, you I mean, temperatures will stay cooler, low 50s. So if you are outside, it will likely be a little cold out there, um, especially if you get some of those gustier winds on Sunday and uh, you're in a rain shower. So just prep for that. A very stormy, rainy, typical November weekend. Um, but enjoy it. I mean, I think there's still a lot of fall activities that are going on. Um, and the one out towards the coast looks like a lot of fun. That's true. All right. So we'll be uh, back here early uh, next week. Have a great weekend. The Coin Podcast Network is your home for on-demand coverage of local news, sports, weather, and entertainment you won't find anywhere else. You can always find us on coin.com slash podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Cannabis. Cannabis. Less than 10 years ago, it was trafficked in the shadows. Today, you get a receipt with your purchase. I'm Travis Box. Each episode, I'll sit down one-on-one with the major players in the Oregon cannabis industry. The activists. The medical professionals. The legislators. The economists. The regulators. Where does this budding billion-dollar industry go from here? It's the Mainstream Weedia Podcast. Streaming now. On the COIN Podcast Network. Hi, this is Jeff Giannola from Coin6 News, and I'd like to invite you to watch Coin6 News at 10 on Portland CW, a full hour of the stories that are important to you and your family. See why more people are switching to Coin6 News at 10 on Portland CW.